0: Hello and welcome back to the Point of Politics podcast. This is episode six uh, of the podcast. I'm delighted to say I'm once again joined uh, by my good friend Sam Howard. How are we doing, Sam? Yes, mate. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all. And we're also joined uh, by by another individual, another another one of our good friends uh, who is uh, joining the podcast, uh, joining the hosting team here on a. On a basis, probably we'll probably say part-time basis because I can't trust him to show up for every episode. Um, it's Joel, Joel Burns. How are you doing, mate? I'm
1: cracking. Good to finally be on. Carl.
0: So. There you go. That's all good. So I, gr- I regret to inform our listeners that um, Joel does not come with subtitles. Uh, <laughs> but, but we'll uh, we'll do our best. We'll do our best no, to keep it going. I'll speak politely. Yeah, you're speaking in a, in a sort of, uh, you know, in the Queen's English. That's what we need to be doing. Right, we'll go on to what you're drinking first, Joel, because me and Sam have both got uh, pints from, from sponsors. But I don't, you have oh, a, yeah. uh, what have you got? What no, no, job? you know me, you know me. I've
1: stuck to a traditional classic, you
0: know, you kind of go wrong. It's a bit of brown ale. Bit of brown ale. It's, it's a good shout, to be fair. I don't mind, I don't mind the brown ale. Not any brown you.
1: ale, Connor. Not any brown ale. Newcastle
0: brown ale so cool. you got to specify that not to be confused with other yeah, man. brown ale proud of his roots proud of his roots well I mean it is infamous but you know yeah it is yeah I think that's definitely the infamous is is the word for it Ooh. I think Um, I don't know mm-hmm. is it it's like, is, is like brown ale got like a sort of reputation like Stella does in the south you know no like, we've still got Stella as like the
1: reputation brown ale's like oh. a wolf, wolf mandarin all oh, right. Okay.
0: So you're you're right. officially officially admitting to being a twenty year old stuck in a seventy year old's body. I was born um, at fifty.
1: What can I say? <laughs> I've never, I've never been young really.
0: Right. <laughs> right we'll move on <laughs> to to Sam. What are you <laughs> drinking? What are you drinking today? Uh, Sam. Oh, I've got the uh, fantasticum hot the Amazonic IPA from Pig Love Brewing. Right. Yeah there you go we've both, we've both got a, uh, a can today me and Sam each from, uh, from Pig Love Brewing Co who have kindly uh, sorted us out with some free samples of their lovely beer got an interesting little tang on it but it is nice um, so yeah, Pig Love Brewing Co they're a brewery based in Leeds which is where we all are right now um, there's a promo code that you can use on their website uh, it's News21 if you get 10% off um, there on any of their products that you order online um, and yeah, it's basically I, I did a little bit of research into them because uh, I wanted to have a little bit to say about them and, and the name Pig Love is, is an interesting name um, but it comes from uh, the Venezuelan uh, Cochino Amor which means uh, a big, raw and passionate love for something which the brewers who, are, who have Venezuelan roots uh, say that that is their uh, they, have a, they have a raw and passionate love for brewing beer uh, and they're doing a great job at it, so thank you very much uh, to the nice people at Pig Love Brewing Co. for sorting us out with some beer. They did have us, give us a nine percent stout as well, but I didn't really want to brave drinking that on the podcast. Um, I'll save that for for my own my own personal uh, my own personal leisure, not on here. Um, but yeah, good a good a good uh, drink. I've got the. The Fantasticum Universe Amazonic Sour IPA, which is a 5.6%. Uh, yeah, very nice. I recommend checking them out. Uh, pig Love Brewing Co. Um, and yeah, you we're get 10 off. David
1: Cameron-esque name. That what Pig? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we are a politics <laughs> podcast. We can't we can't just skip up on
0: that, can we? <laughs> like, I can, like, I can it's a brilliant
2: he was trying to think (laughs) I could feel the cogs
0: were (laughs) first of many first of many singers that's why hopefully you're now seeing why we recruited him me and Sam aren't as funny Um, yeah (laughs) but there you go I think when you tried well yeah when you tried to yeah maybe not as large of an ego when you tried to sell yourself to me on the podcast you said you said um, I think you said something like you've got your Ricky Gervais and your Stephen Merchant and now you just need Carl Pilkington
1: you're the Ricky Gervais aren't you and then you've got the little the little merchant downstairs, but you're, you're missing basically just a funny joke, like a northerner. That's what yeah, you're lacking. So no, I'm bringing ta- equilibrium to the podcast thing.
0: Yeah, well, I'll take I'll take being Gervais. I don't mind a bit of Gervais. That's uh, yeah, I'll, I'll happily accept that one. He's a good bloke. One of my fa- my favourite comedian, as it happens. Yeah, Sam can be Stephen Merchant a bit weird and just yeah lacks <laughs> lacks lacks the height, Quite but. Yeah, mate. I'm um, the the polar
2: opposite height-wise, but cheers. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. We'll uh, we'll move on to talk about something that's actually related to politics, shall we? Um, so the first sort of thing I wanted to touch on today is the fact that the uh, the vaccine target for the UK uh, has been reached. It was reached on uh, on Sunday, I believe, last week. Uh, so we've now reached the target of vaccinating all the most vulnerable people. Uh, within society uh, Sam what do you make of the UK's uh, vaccination effort I mean I'm not cautious
2: because yeah we've vaccinated like literally 23% of the population but there's still this uh, doesn't seem like nothing's going to come from that if that makes sense like no major
0: changes are coming
2: from yeah. the
0: government's point so given lo- uh, lockdown and all that yeah, no, I know what you mean. To be fair, um, hopefully, I mean personally, I think that the the reaching of the vaccine target should coincide with lockdown measures being being uh, you know eased. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think about this, Joel? When do you, when do you think uh, we're going to be back in a beer garden having a pint? Oh,
1: I, well, I would say I think it's a long way away, but with how they've reacted to the past two easings of coming out of lockdown then I wouldn't be surprised if they make the exact same mistake again and come out too early. Well, with this like group of people who have been vaccinated 23%, the most vulnerable aren't the ones who are going out walking about their day-to-day lives mostly. They are like elderly people who are staying in homes and I feel like a lot of them will still shelter up afterwards even. Because we don't know how the vaccination is going to play out really. So I feel like even though we've had all that vaccinated it's not going to cause a major change until you get like the main people in the population vaccinated as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty good point. To be fair, like you say, it's those. I feel like the, you're right in the sense that these people might well choose to continue uh, self-isolating or you know shielding, not going out as much as they might um, even after they've been vaccinated because of the the level of obviously fear this is the whole thing has caused. But yeah, I, I, I personally am of the view that now that the vulnerable are vaccinated and, and like you say these, these people aren't the ones who are going to be benefiting from uh, pubs being open I mean I'm not saying that old people don't go to pubs but what I'm saying is the lion's share of the people who are wanting uh, things like retail and um, you know and hospitality to be back open are individuals like our age and even a bit older who perhaps aren't as great of a risk to uh, to being severely ill with coronavirus as those who, who are being vaccinated are, but we've um we're 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 awaiting the roadmap that Boris Johnson's going to publish. Uh, I believe on Monday next week, so we'll have that to talk about uh, next week. I, th- I think it's probably going to be schools first, I'd imagine. Uh, then you know retail and things like that. Um, but what do you make uh some of the new the the brief sort of vague reporting of a potential uh, a new variant again? Uh, what do you make of all this? You know these new variants springing up all over the place.
2: Um, it's always back to the same old. Whatever there's good news, there's bad news. There's never. Oh yeah, cool. 50 million, vac- 50 million vaccinated. It's 50 million vac- vaccinated, and there's a new variant. But they release all this details about new variant, and they say it might not work with the vaccines. Create this whole hysteria again, and then say, oh no, don't worry, the vaccines do work on it. It's there's nothing seems to change in my opinion. Yes, there's a new variant, but wait, to be done what the science does yet in relation to that.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's definitely an interesting sort of point of view to to be, you know, publishing this information about vaccinations when act- about sorry variants when you don't actually know uh, the impact they're going to have. It's, it's sort of speculative. And Joe, I wonder if you had any thoughts on on sort of what the constant. Uh, reporting of these potential variants what kind of impact do you reckon that's having on on just people's morale in general do you think it's it's for, mm. it's going to encourage them to stay indoors more uh, and be more vigilant or do you think it's actually going to have the opposite effect uh, and force people to sort of be more like well do you know what sod this I'm getting bored of it it's getting a bit ridiculous now
1: yeah well I think it's I think it's crucial to the way that they do deliver the reporting on it so I think it's firstly stupid that they're going to it's the 24 hour news cycle really that's causing it it's like everyone's looking for a new coverage and like they're just looking for something that sells and fiat sells but the way that they're gonna cover it if they're gonna create this mass hysteria I think there can be quite there can be created like some apathy around it because oh there's been two new strains, there's been three lockdowns when is this gonna end? It's coming on to a year anniversary like I remember last year getting sent home early from uni uni. that was dreadful, that's in like three weeks time if you live in lockdown for a year, I feel like there's definitely going to be some apathy created around it, and there's already people who aren't really sticking to the guidelines, as there is. So I feel like that's just going to reaffirm their position and like their belief that this is all for nothing. But um, yeah. no, nah, I reckon if they, it can also they can also broadcast in a way create fear that makes us more susceptible to staying in. But it's just it's I, I really dislike the way that they can. Just like straight up, that's um, just the uh, the media keeping us up to date or something. But it isn't really in my opinion.
0: No, I think there is a there is an element like you say. Fear does sell, and the media are all clamouring for that next story. And quite often, that next story that comes is uh, is the story of a new variant, uh, and they they all jump on it. And I just think it's it's pretty strange uh, in my view for these sort of government ministers or medical officers or whatever scientists uh, working for the government coming out and saying, ah, oh, there's a new variant that we've identified um, that may affect the vaccine. Well, it also may not, so it's a complete non-story as far as I'm concerned, because you're not actually reporting any news there. There's probably bit, There was probably a multitude of variants between March and November that were just never reported. The whole new variant yeah. narrative only really came about uh, you know, in in the sort of in the winter that we've just seen over the winter and over the last couple of months, uh, I, I don't know why it came about. There's obviously you might people will have their own opinions on that. Whether it's to, you know, sort of drum home the message and and try and keep people indoors, keep people conforming to the rules. It could be. Uh, I'm not denying that there are new variants. Of course, there are. That's how vac- That's how uh, viruses work. They mutate. But I just don't really think it's there's any point in it's like, the, like you say the problem does lie with the media and the government they're both they're both in uh, in the wrong in my view because one the people who work for the government and the minister shouldn't be coming out and saying all this kind of stuff anyway and two the media just love it so much that they'll 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 publish it with uh, uh, and you know publish some sort of big scary headline but i think a lot of people are starting to see through it now um to be honest
1: Yeah, I'd say that definitely a lot more people are saying uh, through. There's a it's a lot more critical both the media.
0: Like, yeah, definitely. Go on Sam. What did you have something Sam.
2: to say? Oh no, I was gonna take a different turn, but you got we'll finish this ch- uh discussion first. I was gonna talk about vaccine passports. Well, I mean we could. Oh, bring I've, got, up. I've got a
1: massive turn that takes me back to like last year if if I only with on. what we're saying about um like the media uh, with how like the media and how the government shouldn't be leaking that. Uh, this type of information because it's just yeah. like absolute like dog feed for the media like they'll just yeah. scram that up right. a very controversial opinion that I had all the way back in the very beginning of the first lockdown I uh, don't know how many of you are aware of DORA Defence of the Realms Act that was passed yeah, in both uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah where basically government for those who, who like don't know government just passed legislation where they took um, to some extent control over the nation's media in order to wait at that time it was to forward war effort and keep like morale up but I'd argue that you do need morale in fighting against COVID because you're just sat in a building all day like it's 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 nonsense and I don't understand how it's not Like I'd argue it's more ethical to control the some as long as yeah, they're not using like over Like if they if the government is control controlling the narrative entirely, then you're gonna get a lot more uh conforming to COVID guidelines, there's gonna be a lot more like acceptance of their protocols and how we well they want to solve it.
0: Yeah, but no, I think you just having yeah. free
1: reign of the media that's went into a frenzy.
0: Yeah, you definitely got a point. Um and yeah i do understand the sort of uh the link that you made there between you know yeah you do need to have i think positive public morale to uh to deal with a crisis like this uh, you know it is covid's often been compared to a battle or a war uh, i think boris johnson and, and other ministers in the government have used that language specifically actually uh on numerous occasions you know we're we're winning the battle we're winning the war or or whatever so I think yeah, it is important to have a positive public morale because actually I think that does incentivize people to conform uh, more than it would if you're just drumming a message down their throats that's completely negative. Um, so yeah, it's a very good point to be fair. Um, and yeah, like I say, it's interesting to see uh, you know how the how the new variants do have an impact and how they are uh, reported in the media. But uh, so uh, as well as obviously the new variants and things like that we've had uh, I saw a tweet in the week where basically this restaurant uh, that you that Chris Whitty goes to quite often uh, they were now offering an option for customers to buy a gift card which allows Chris Whitty to get a free uh, meal uh, basically on on the public essentially so uh, any particular thoughts on that Sam are you going to be buying a gift card? Um. No,
2: <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say that I will be. Um, look, he's done. He's done a job. I. I don't agree. I mean, he's, he's done a job. Than do. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a job. I
0: do. Just a job, not good or bad.
2: Mate, I associate with him. I associate with lockdowns and everything. And I don't like lockdowns. No, look, right. He's done a good. He's done a good job. He's been trying to save lives and all this. I just. I won't buy I I won't be buying a gift card. No. Sorry, free me.
0: <laughs> I don't know if the gift it's card has his face on it or not. Yeah, I don't know if I, has I I mean, I
1: wouldn't. from nah, I Martin's mean, standpoint. I think that would definitely be a weak point. Nah, de- I mean, if no, i walk Gregs and i have a card with his face on it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I would not enjoy that. Like. Yeah, well, I don't think it, like that. dinner times a lot of the times when he's reporting and he puts you off your food sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's. True, I remember <laughs> like
1: that's great. That's great. Falling like but remember at the beginning of the pandemic, he was receiving so much hate on Twitter. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, he's had a lot, and he's—I think he still gets oh, a lot. Yeah, he would still get a lot. Yeah, but I,
2: for the hospital, I, I don't know. I—it's just weird from a hospitality industry or hospital place like trying to congratulate Chris Witty when that's the industry which is suffered One of the industries that is suffering most throughout this whole thing.
0: Yeah, I know it's uh, an interesting, an interesting policy potentially to be implementing, but. You know, a lot of pe- a lot of people do do quite like him. A lot of people do think he's done a good job. ain't kind of like i a... my mum really likes him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <White>? Chris <laughs> Chris Whitty just appeals to all the mums. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's good with the nils.
0: He's got sex appeals. Like <laughs> that's how he
1: got his uh He's not. He's not just the chief medical officer; he's the chief milk officer as well. Oh. He does a do good service <laughs> in this country.
0: Oh, Chris,
2: what are you CMO? Chief meat? Chief, no chief meat. man. CMO. <laughs> CMO,
0: mate. That's shocking. That's shocking. Yeah. You've just completely ruined. This is a man who's like studied at like uh, epidemiology like his entire life. Um, oh, he's a
2: very, int- he's a very intelligent man, and he's but but, he he's, he gorgeous. Lives, but he's gorgeous. Countless lives, he's gorgeous.
0: Oh God! Right. <laughs> he has, yeah. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the podcast question of the week. No, what
1: would you?
0: Does, does your mum? No, no, not then. would you? No. Does <laughs> your does your mum fancy Chris Whitty? Would be the question of the week. There's the,
1: there's
0: a the title. Chris Whitty. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> <is something> <laughs> Oh God! I'm going to move swiftly on from that point, to be honest, because uh, <laughs> it's it's sort of turning me stomach a little bit. Um, but also, we've also seen in New you Zealand, uh, not butterflies, no, quite the opposite, mate. <laughs> um, we've also we've also seen this week uh, in New Zealand, uh, they have reintroduced a lockdown for Auckland, which is one of the big cities in New Zealand, after they had just three cases. Uh, it was within one family as well, so. Uh, like literally just three fam- three members of the same family getting covid contracting it and they've immediately locked uh auckland down into what is a level three lockdown and the rest of new zealand's in level two uh so there's a bit of a difference between the the stages but uh, it's quite interesting i think from a country that's claimed to have eliminated covid about four or five times now or maybe a bit less than that maybe like three or four times it's quite funny that instead they go with eliminated it well by very nature of the word eliminated you know by the very virtue of the fact you haven't actually you've got cases again after having no cases surely by by that simple fact you have never eliminated COVID and I think uh, I don't know what anyone else is saying they're not even letting this. people in are they no they're not they're not I don't think I could be wrong I haven't uh, had a look into that but I don't no, think they sure are board is I still mean, closed, yeah. can I
1: just say though none of us are at all as British like mem- members of Britain or any, like, have any right to criticise the New Zealanders for how they
0: handled cooling? Uh, like, oh, no, I know. They've definitely they, done a bit. Be- they've done a better job than us. I'll give you that. I'll give them that 100%. They've, you know, they, they've had massive gigs and now massive parties over there, which is fair play. Executed. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely done better, but I wouldn't say that. Um, I, I think the fact that they've had more, they've still had cases despite trying to pursue a case of. Zero COVID, as it were, is, <clears throat> proves the very fact that trying to work with, towards a policy of zero COVID actually doesn't work at all.
1: Definitely, like I, I, I think it's it's ridiculous that people have this idea that COVID isn't going to go away. COVID is going to be part of our lives for years to come. Uh, like yeah. that's that's just
0: yeah. Like, I'm not you're...
1: I'm not in medicine, but I feel quite confident to say that I feel like that'll be fucked. <laughs> Like, it'll, yeah, never, it'll yeah. not be eliminated
0: next few years. Nah, I don't think. I don't think it, it, it will that's ever be they, uh, like the case no Go on, Sam. We, it's
1: basically. It's. We, I mean, uh, it develops from SARS, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, uh, it but did. It, but the fucking that jet ski people are gonna like start bombing over there now that they've got pubs open. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I feel. I feel like we're we're not massively in a position to criticise them completely. a like the second infestation. Ended yeah, him? yeah. I do to I do to an extent. I don't. I also don't to the extent that I think Jacinda Rado, who's their prime minister, is idolised in a way that she actually shouldn't be, um, because I think she's. Oh, you're not a fan bit, of her. I just That's I controversial. Just don't, mate. I'm not. I know, I'm not. I'm not a fan of anyone who, who thinks that a zero COVID is a policy that can realistically be be pursued and and achieved. I just That's think it's completely too. unworkable. We spoke about a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago
2: in relation... When the Isle of Man were opening everything up again and their Prime Minister or whoever's in charge there was like saying, oh, yeah, no, we don't agree with the policy of learning to live with it. We will eliminate it. And, yeah, great for the moment, they're actually living life again, but like we've seen in New Zealand countless times, it will come back to the Isle of Man, for example.
1: It's just baffling. Imagine having that policy for anything else. We will not learn to live with it. We must. We must eliminate it. Um, If you had that policy with any other major disease... Right, you would be called an absolute buffoon.
0: Yeah, I know you would. Yeah, that's that's, that's the thing. I don't. This sort of zero Covid COVIDs. There's have had so a laugh. many
1: things that are worse than COVID
0: out there. Oh yeah, you're tr- yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. You would have had a laugh with our um, with George Ait when we had him on the episode because he's someone who thinks zero COVID is uh, is a feasible oh, strategy. Yeah,
1: I, I remember listening to that. And honestly, <laughs> I, I think I, I have somewhere in my notes. I have tons of uh, like rebuttals. I remember because the first three that I missed out for some reason, um, <laughs> but uh, for the first three episodes, I, I've I've listened to more than you worry, Connor, and I've I've been just criticizing just where I didn't intercept there yeah.
0: and be like, oh, get rid yeah. You, of you have, me. have to be I, fair. I, I to to him. he was a, I, no, he was I have. I have. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah, no, but he, he he his views on COVID are very different to what I think ours probably are. Which is partly why I wanted to get him on because I was very conscious of the fact that I didn't want it just to be like us all talking and pretty much agreeing with each other the the entire time. Um, But yeah, anyway, so that was yeah zero COVID. Interesting. We'll get some.
1: We'll get some disagreements.
0: Oh yeah, probably will, but maybe not on this issue in particular. Um, Maybe later when we uh, same page. This one, yeah. Yeah, this one maybe, but uh, I don't know. I've got. I've also got written down on the agenda um, whether Newcastle. Uh, should be an independent state. So I don't know. We might disagree uh, on that <laughs> one. <laughs> but um, now we'll go on anyway. To move on, move on from the lockdown, the Covid and all that kind of conversation, because pretty dreary. Um and we'll move on to the tweet of the week. So uh, I'll start with uh, Joel what have we got yeah, yeah, I know you said it might not be a tweet because you're not particularly yeah. active on Twitter but but have you got anything uh, lined yeah. up for us yeah
1: uh, well it's kind of cheating but I've got a fallback if it, if it's not good enough then I've got a fallback but it's All not right, really a tweet then. it's more of like a news statement uh, it was just on Instagram I saw that the Conservative Party but those of you who like to have a little session it's not going to be too long basically if you just hold up but
0: is that is that what the newspaper headline oh, said? It, that <laughs> that's that's what the newspaper headline said. Those who like having a little. That schedule. that was
1: the brief title. Yeah. Sorry, my fo- my phone's <laughs> on the other. <laughs> 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 my phone's on the other side of the room. I didn't want to stand and get it. It's unprofessional. I've <laughs> <Those laughs> actually been asked by many newspaper headliners to uh to work for them as a subcontractor. If you haven't already guessed by the eloquence of my voice.
0: Oh of course, mate. Of course, I can. I can see that <laughs> happening. It's mostly the sun, but you know. Oh yeah, you, depl- you Oh yeah, just the lo- the low brow ones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's there. You go a bit a bit of positive news there. So any uh, anyone who, as Joel eloquently put it, loves a session, uh, keep the faith, keep your fingers crossed because it might not be. Too long. I think that's an important message to add with the whole COVID thing. That's it's going on recently as well. Even though you keep getting these attempts at sort of uh, scaremongering, still and, and you know report some new variants like we've mentioned. I think the reality is, and I I fully believe that normality is is around the corner. Uh, I think we're we're over over the the worst of it definitely, and with the vaccinations that we're getting, I think it's the, the better times are coming. So yeah, just keep the faith. Uh, it's uh it's just around the corner, so and as that as joel's tweet slash instagram uh screenshot slash newspaper article uh highlighted uh there we'll move on to Sam. what was your tweet of the week? right I need to stop doing this I've gonna follow a, a similar route to
2: joel um the government ministers are planning for fans to be allowed at games when the euro start in
0: early June. well there we go. So. Exciting stuff. Yeah, definitely. that be good. Well, I think, to be fair, it was like a big. um It'd be interesting to know what happened with all the people because I remember there being like a big ballot for tickets, obviously before COVID happened. Yeah, and I know people got to it, but obviously it depends whether. I doubt they'll be they'll be operating at full capacity. Like obviously because. Nah, it's meant to be held at Wembley because uh, there's four, three or four venues in the UK. I think there's mm-hmm. Wembley, Hamden Park and I think it's, there's one in Dublin as well. I think it's the Aviva Stadium or something like that. Oh, yeah. um, but I know Wembley's got the semi-finals, both semi-finals and the finals, yeah. So, But yeah, there you go, Euros. Uh, I don't really care, to be honest, if the grounds are open for Euros. I just want the pubs to be open. I think it'd be quality.
2: Oh, watching the pub. Yeah, yeah but maybe... Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they're kind of bad as of Mill Miller, all that, aren't they?
0: Yeah. You have to, Yeah. Imagine that. Like, all these England fans queuing up with it. Have a pint of Stella and a Scotch egg, please. <laughs> um, instead of chucking the Stella, over you chucking the Scotch egg, when we score Oh, I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, yeah, of lobbing beer about. Yeah. That, it'll just take me back. I just want. I just want that. That back. The Euros will be quality. Oh, like it'll just take me back to yeah, 2018 World Cup when uh, when we all thought England were going to go all the way. Um, simpler and then times. That was that wasn't the world cup that was the Euro. the last euros that. Oh yeah. I, yeah Jesus I, Christ. That's a lot yeah, of the, no yeah, the last euros were were an absolute shambles. Um yeah, we got got battered by I, Iceland, not Ireland in the uh semi-finals or the quarter-finals I think it was. So uh yeah, not not a great one there for uh, on part It still hurts. It still hurts. Mm. The scars are still there. Um, so yeah, there you go. Some some two good uh, good. Well, no, again, they're not even. I can't call it tweet of the week anymore because users mugging me off. Uh, news articles of the week, <laughs> uh, essentially, both with some I know good news. Tweet. Uh, was, I was it? Say it yeah, but like report yeah. on the news. But okay, we'll, go from, we'll go for we'll go for mine, which was an actual tweet. Well, actually, to be fair, mine was a tweet. Yeah, uh, run, mine was a tweet uh, from from a news article, so I'm kind of cheating as oh, well. Oh, so they uh, pipe down, yeah. Right, exactly. I mean,
1: it's just the hypocrisy, really, that does
0: it for me, can't. Yeah. Alright, alright, I will, I will. But yeah, it's, it's actually cute. funny as well. So, uh, interesting uh, story, uh, two men from Skelmersdale, which I don't actually know where that is, I think it's in the oh, north of England, oh. yeah. somewhere. Out. Have a little Google um, while I tell you this this eloquence story about these two individuals from Skelmersdale who have ended up in jail after they attempted to jet ski across the North Sea from Amsterdam with £200,000 worth of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and they basically got caught because they ran out of fuel in their jet ski so they had to call for help I imagine or something like that just and, they the p- in and they put cocaine in there rocket p- fuel in it p- the cocaine in the jet ski.
1: Yeah, man, you're not know, seeing what
0: people advertise it
1: as. Pure Rocker Fuel, mate, absolute flake. Makes jet skis <laughs> go from Amsterdam to Paris.
0: <laughs> to Paris? They weren't going to Paris, they were going to Skelmersdale, oh,
1: mate. Skelmersdale is in, um, <laughs> to be fair, I can see why the fuel ran out, because apparently it's, it's in Liverpool, north of Liverpool. So if they were riding a jet ski all around from Amsterdam, they're going all the way up past the Shetland Islands, all oh, through Jesus. the British Channel.
0: Well, yeah, yeah I was there's gonna no
1: say, fuel the
0: way, They will enough for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's absolutely superb. Um, I, I'd love the optimism, to be fair. Um, but, but yeah, two anyway. Two there you go. Two Skelmersdale men. Uh, that was just tweeted on BBC News. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, that was good. B- behind bars, two hundred thousand pounds worth of coke. I bet the police and how many officers. Years uh, I can't remember. I'll try and have a look. Um it's worth it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just trying to work out the the the, the cost uh, to jail time ratio here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cost benefit. Yeah, uh, I bet the police who uh, who found it had a good great night after that, didn't they? Seized two hundred two hundred thousand pounds. To be pounds fair, it's a...
1: probably they have probably undersold it. they're probably more cookie on that on that chat probably the
0: same. Yeah, you that. reckon? Hang on, yeah, right. I've right, got it. All the police I've got a little bit, man i've got the article here right um so they were f- they've f- they've ended up in jail um they read- it was just on the 30th of september still can't find out how long they're they're jailed for it may not uh, have been
1: sentenced
0: yet. nah i didn't say they've just been jailed yeah i, I think they're wa- a waiting sentence so um there you go Which they I'm looking at looking at pictures of them and all they look like- they don't look like the type that's a lie. They definitely do. <laughs> um, I was going to say I had a look there before, and they definitely do. I know, right? <laughs> well, what there is we a tape that's very offensive? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm heavy. sorry. No, just I can't stereotype. Scouse. Can't stereotype. Scouse well, just because they're scouts, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> nah, not me. Right. We'll move on from the tweet of the week to another uh, sort of more light-hearted feature. Uh, I want to sort of get these going on episodes on a sort of regular basis really I want to get something that's sort of a bit of a laugh because I'm conscious of the fact that it's sort of the whole idea of these podcasts was to create a nice balance between politics and having a laugh and I think the balance uh, in recent episodes has been more in favour of politics so I apologise if you were here for the highbrow uh, conversation and discussion uh, that me and Sam offered but we will get back to it after we discuss uh, our political politics based five-a-side football team so essentially I've asked both Sam and Joel to put a -a five-a-side football team Um, together yeah so so I've asked them to put together a -a five-a-side football team for us Um, so we'll go through uh, we'll start with Joel because Joel, I, I think you're pretty. You're pretty happy with yours, are you not? Oh no,
1: please, please leave me at the last because I've done something that's quite fucking. I've done, it's quite sneaky. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Right. Okay. I'll right. I'll leave you at the last. <laughs> we'll go for Sam then first. But if you've done
1: the exact same thing from here, then I'm gonna be raging.
0: Well, we probably haven't. <laughs> we're not as clever as you, mate. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, definitely not. Right, but Sam. I'll we'll answer. go. We'll go for you then, I'll... Sam. What is your? Your five, tell us your formation first that you've gone for um, and then tell us your team ok so I've gone with a 2 2-1-1 two, 2-1-1 one, one. Right. One, one, yeah got a new
2: one in
1: that like
0: yeah 2-1 two, 2-1-1 one, two, one, yeah. one formation uh, where's the goal. goalkeeper he's, uh, he's 6 2-1-1 he's oh, one, 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 oh sorry one man, I can't do it man.
1: yeah 2-1-1 one, one. That, that makes 4 <laughs> <Joel>. yeah England in- <laughs> Bishon Martel
0: i on my strong <laughs> Right, Go on Sam Who's, who's in the net right, for for Abe Lincoln Able Abraham, Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln in goal
2: Mate Tallest present of all time 6 foot 4 Knows what he's doing He can cover He's got big the legs. five-a-side net He's yeah. of the 5 side posts.
0: Yeah you don't need a five-a-side net You don't yeah. need a tall mate, goalie enough. Uh, He needs to be nibbled yeah, though. Mate, he he I'd do do say Woodrow Wilson if you're going to go and there He's got long legs. I'd say five side goals, five side goals. Right, they're often wider than they are tall, so you need someone that you can get down yeah. quickly. I don't know. I don't know if Abraham Lincoln's yeah, got that think, in
2: him. Nah, but you still, but mate, but you still, need it. You especially
0: still
1: from, need from the
0: grave, like. <laughs> I, Yeah, to be fair, I should from point out that like, I did say you alive. could you could choose dead or alive. Um, all right, cool. So Abraham Lincoln in goal. So You got you on a two one one. Who are your centre backs then, Sam?
2: Right, so I've gone with Boris Johnson. We've seen him all rugby tackling a child, so. I think he can bring some
0: viciousness to that back line alongside oh. Nicholas Sturgeon. Interesting choice. How do you think that um, sort of polarising partnership will work? There's not really much chemistry at the back there.
2: No, but I think the manager can make them work together. And I think Nicholas Sturgeon, she's going to want to get up and attack. She's going to want to get back. She's so vicious, she wants to win. So Boris Johnson's just like the... Boris Johnson's the anchor then, is he? He just stays yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then right. at, she can do what she wants, but she's vicious. Then I wonder someone in the middle who can connect the two. Right, tactically, he's smart. He's ready to backstab if he needs to. I've got Michael Gove. <laughs> I, I think, like know, I, lo- it, I like the logic. He's a tactical genius. He's a tactical genius. He's backstabbed his mates before. He'll do it again. Yeah. And then striker, I wonder someone who's also a bit vicious like Nicola Sturgeon, who's had a fight for their position all their life, who's uh, also a bit quick. I think Pretty Patel could do a, do a job for me up top.
0: Pretty Patel up up front is she? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Vicious. So She'll be like she's gonna to have to prove a point. She's been fighting all her life. Yeah. Uh, no, you have got a point. You have got a point. I'll uh, I'll accept the logic for Patel up front. Um. So yeah. And then who is your uh, who is your manager for your team, Sam? With um, Vladimir Putin.
1: <laughs> How is that gonna create an alliance
0: between?
1: Sturgeon
0: and Borrow Yeah, how's that going to create any sort of chemistry there uh, at, the, at the back? Think about that.
1: That was, was one of the you
0: you, mean, you said. You yeah, said points. when I when I asked you about Johnson and Sturgeon at the or back, thinking. you said you said the manager would be able to bring them together. No, no, I said it's a yeah. manager's job. I didn't say he'd do it. I said he'll have to find a way. I think there's. Be fair, there's... he's
1: definitely got his ways
0: He has his ways
2: mate. Mate, he'll he'll find a way.
0: That point. Yeah, I've got a point. Yeah. So um I, I, I don't I don't mind that team. So I'll give you that. Yeah, no, I will give you. It was it was all right. So Abraham Lincoln in goal because he's massive. A back two of Boris Johnson and Nicholas Sturgeon. Uh midfield Michael Gove and up front Pretty Patel managed by uh Vladimir Putin. There we go. What a team. <laughs> uh let us know what you think of this. Um We'll go for my team next because Joel, Joel specifically asked me left till last because he's thinks he's done something amazing. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that. We'll leave him, we'll leave him till last. We'll go for my team. Uh, I've gone for in goal a bit of a maybe a less of a high profile uh, politician, but it's uh, the leader of the um, Scottish uh, Scottish Nationalist Party in the in the House of Commons. It's Ian Blackford. I thought um go, I ben. thought he I <laughs> thought he'd make a good keeper because he's just he's he's a big geezer isn't he at the end of the day. So um I think he'll do he, a good you job of
2: f- Arsenal play that guy play that team. You are The goalkeeper's out in the pie.
0: Yeah, there yeah, that, that that'll ago, be yeah. what it was like yeah when team, when Arsenal played that's um goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah, Can't when, when Arsenal played um played Sutton United in the cup. The FA Cup and it yeah. was um yeah, the the, go- the reserve goalkeeper for Sutton United went out on the touchline, ate a pie. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <be laughs> what that's what Ian Blackford reminds you. But I think you do I think you do a job there. You don't need to be massively mobile to be a goalkeeper in five a side So um yeah, I'll stick Ian Blackford yeah, in in nets. Um and then I've gone for a, a one-two-one formation. So one at the back, two in the middle, and one up front. Um and yeah. I've got at the back. So someone you you put up front, Sam. I'll put Pretty Patel at the back. I'll suck her centre back. Okay, interesting. Because I I think that um you know she's she's very well known uh, for her bullying. So uh, uh, centre backs <laughs> and defenders have to be big bullies, don't they? So uh, I know she's she's into a bit of that, and she's into uh, you know being a uh, horrible horrible to people and stuff. So I think she'll um, she'll be able to do a decent job there for us at the back. Pretty Patel. You know, just sliding in doesn't really care about anyone else. Home secretary as well. You have got to be a bit of a bit of an horrible person be, to be doing that job. So, and that's that's the kind of thing I look for in my in my defenders. So uh, I'm drafting pretty. It's <laughs> it's not what I look for in my women, Joel I don't. I mean, bully. That's a bit much. All right. We'll move swiftly on from oh, that. Two <clears> midfield. From that horrific accusation Yeah, my two midfielders So we've gone for Andy Burnham uh, I just think he, I think he looks like okay, a geezer okay. who, who sort of likes A bit of 5 side You know, he's northern. You know, Manchester Some good, good football players Have come out of Manchester And, yeah, and I know he's not weekends. I don't think he's actually From Manchester But still I think he could uh, He could do a job for me there In midfield And he's going to be alongside um, Nigel Farage uh, In that midfield <laughs>
2: Nice
0: don't know what it is about Nigel Farage. Well,
2: you how I'd get? Y- yeah, Your I did question, question how you'd get, s- the work together. You get.
0: How do I get Burnham and Farage to work together? Yeah. Simple facts that they are both out for the working man. Nice, nice. What you're all going to get some out.
1: flack for saying that?
0: Yeah, I probably will. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. I'd just like to point out that I'm not a Nigel <clears throat> Farage fan, um, nor am I a massive. You Andy can't barrage, barrage the Farage, can I? Can't, for God's sake. We're not getting onto this, Joel. We'll save this for another episode. It's, t- <laughs> it's, well, it's mate, too I'll early for Daniel you. For it's too early for you to <laughs> be bringing out your controversial opinions. Um, we'll but yeah, Nigel, Nigel, really Nigel Farage and Andy Burnham in the midfield, and then uh, up front, I've gone for um, a bit of uh, a... a sort of. Geezer, I think, will be quite nippy. Uh, we've gone for uh, an individual who I'm going to label Tricky Rishi. Um, nice. Rishi Sunak. <laughs> <laughs> Rishi Sunak up front. Uh, I just think he's quite a short short kind of guy, but he, I think he'd be the kind of striker who quite quite nippy and would sort of get in and out of the defence and, and stuff like that. it would be a bit of a nightmare for centre-backs. Uh, he'd probably be a nightmare <clears> for... Um, for for Boris Johnson at the back, I reckon in Sam's team. Yeah, um, so yeah, R- compliment that. Actually, yeah, Sturgeon as well. But there you go. It's uh, yeah. So Rishi Sunak up front. He's hopefully going to do a job, bag, bagging the goals for us. Um, and then the manager of the team uh, is uh, obviously former now former Labour MP uh, Dennis Skinner. I just think. Oh. Absolute. I could see his eyes. Actually, he's a vet. He's a veteran, isn't he? And he would. He would yeah. do a job. He's a bit like a sort of Harry Redknapp kind of figure, I think. And um, he's done the rounds. You know, yeah, he was the oldest MP in the house before he was unseated in 2019. Uh, and I just think he, he's, he's strong. He's not afraid to speak his mind. Uh, and you know, if you, if we were two 0 down at half time, then he'd go in there and he'd give him a right bollocking. So. Uh, yeah Dennis Skinner Is the gaffer So there you go That's my team Just to recap For you Blackford in goal Ian Blackford Pretty Patel at the back Midfield Two of Andy Burnham And Nigel Farage Rishi Sunak up front And the gaffer Is Dennis Skinner So Joel We'll move on to your team Which you were very excited about uh, Let's let's hear it mate yeah.
1: It's kind of cheating But I've, I've got like Quite a nice one say Reserved For the goalkeeper So we'll start Back the front Uh I reckon I haven't really thought of the format but you know what we don't even need a defence in, in this team we've That's all brilliant. got attackers and a goalkeeper there's no defence no. when you see this goalkeeper you'll know why
0: so They're you're playing hang on hang on just have. to clarify right you're playing a formation of 0-0-4 zero, 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 <laughs> yeah mate
1: yeah man <laughs>
0: <laughs> right on,
1: so then. starting off Heli who was the minister for sport for many years in brazil so oh therefore, you
2: cheating <laughs> no
1: well, no 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 okay now point two right zico also known as white pellet right? we got him up top as well now also gianni riviera hang, right? hang on hang on hang
0: on i'm just going to stop you there what, what did zico do in government <laughs>
1: Zico is also the minister of sport for Brazil.
0: I'm fuming here. Oh, I'm fuming. He's actually like, oh, I'm not.
1: The <laughs> so one of the state
0: I'm not having this. But I go don't on, know then. which state it was.
1: Yeah, I've had to... yeah so we've got Zico, then we've got Gianni Rivera, who's AC oh, midfielder back in his Zico. prime, you know. He's, he's he was also well, I can't remember what he exactly was in politics but we'll, uh, we'll, I'll find out for you now uh, I've done this this morning when I first woke up anyways moving on from Rivera George Way who is a uh, uh, now president we all know George Way yes I, I, th- I believe he's I the George Libyan Wei, yeah. president yeah he's now the Libyan president yeah, he is actually isn't so it, yeah. you, if you tell me that that man is not a politician then you've got something else coming so
0: that's a strong politician. That's the, probably the most politician one we've had out of your team. <laughs> I'm yep. Absolutely, now, I'm, f- I'm f- <laughs> here.
1: What? Because mine's going to win, right? Okay. And now this this is the piece of resistance. This is why we don't need any defense. Uh, on, it's then. a controversial one. I don't think many teams would give him a chance to play in the modern day. But Nick Griffin of the BNP, who was elected to European <laughs> Parliament in two thousand seven. Simply for the fact that you didn't want, you wouldn't let anything in. What is so?
0: <laughs> there's that. <here. laughs> That's superb. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and then, uh, who's the
2: manager?
1: Jacob Rees-Mogg.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: Only... <laughs> for no reason other than I just wanted to be there. <laughs> he
0: wasn't literally a part. that's he wasn't it. A Participation medal. I
1: just <laughs> won them there. Yeah, I never. I don't <laughs> think he's ever attended five or six football match. He
0: probably, he probably hasn't. He isn't a, doesn't strike me as the kind of man. But to be fair, with a team like that, you don't need a good manager, do you? Really?
1: You'll get. So you'll get. What, what he will provide is that everyone pays subs. He'll definitely find a way to get money from your bottle Oh yeah.
0: So. Unbelievable. that a. that? That's That's a bad. That? Yeah. Make sure you pay before you play. I'm fuming here. I'm really not happy. Completely, ruined, completely ruined my whole my whole yeah, feature. I'm followed by the
1: rules. Why are you angry?
0: No, you did. To be fair, you did. <laughs> um, you just you just found a loophole. Uh, right, I'll have, to, I'll have to make sure the next time I do a feature similar to this that you don't. You, there's no loopholes, but I'm sure you'll manage to find some anyway. I'll oh, find uh, Yeah, I know you will. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> so that was, that was a team it does. with uh, with Pele. Uh by the George a fr- Way. A front four of Pele, Zico, George Way, and who was the other geezer? He was Italian, wasn't
1: he? former chamber of deputies of Italy. So that like is it. definitely a pol- political.
0: What was his what was his name again?
1: Uh, he's de- uh, sorry for butchering Italian. Uh but Gianni Rivera.
0: Gianni Rivera, and then <laughs> Dubbed Griff-
1: Italy's golden boy by the
0: media. There we go. So, and then uh, yeah, Nick, Nick Griffin is BNP. Jesus yeah, man. Christ, man. All right. Uh, <clears throat> managed yeah, by careful. Jacob Rees-Smog, we should point out. Uh, I was going to ask... Yeah, man. I was going to ask which team people think would win out of our five-a-side teams, but I think it's pretty obvious uh, that, you know... But sure then Josh again... Well no, but then again, it, I think to be fair I'll make the case for the fact that in twenty twenty one my team's probably gonna batter all of yours because you've got people who are dead, haven't you? Well Sam has anyway. So, um yeah, I think maybe I'd uh I'd do uh maybe do a decent job there, but um who knows? We'll move on um to the story that Joel actually brought up with me. Uh, today, when I sent sent the lads over the agenda for the podcast, and he said, Oh, you're not going to talk about this. Um, and it is a story, uh, Joel, do you want to explain it to us uh, about Princess Latifah in Dubai?
1: I am furthest from the expert on this topic. Um, basically, I woke up in the morning and saw a princess has been harboured. And uh, it, yeah, I was like, How can we not talk about this? But basically, in the United I believe it's in Dubai, like literally yards away from one of their famous like hotels. Um, there is a princess being held hostage. So I don't know where she's a princess of.
2: Probably she an Arab the, nation. She is the daughter of Dubai's millionaire ruler. I'm going to try to pronounce his name right: Mohammed bin Rashid Al Mastoum
0: easy for you so. that's not very uh, it's
1: not a good parent no, yeah
0: absolutely. literally he, he, he has done it to his own daughter
1: <laughs> yeah oh so it's him um, that's locked up Wait, I mean
2: yeah,
0: it's this happens
1: in fairy tales if, if if there was a dragon there it would be romanticised but just because it's in the UAE everyone's <laughs> trying to attack them you know and gaslighting them but in all of our, like, you know, Western traditions... Are you you trying to defend this? No, no, no! Well, all I I, have got... (laughs) I'm going to say this now. I I have not once been told uh, by anyone of the UAE government or monarchy that I should defend them. I think that this is a completely good idea on my own behalf. There is no influence in my thought here. But I'm just saying, it's not a clear cut. You know, you don't know what she's done.
2: So apparently... Apparently, according to the sheep, her father, uh, um, she was tricked into leaving by criminals who wanted her money. She is safe and well, and she, he wants people to respect her privacy. But then yeah, in well, a I video mean... filmed in 2019, she said this. I'm a prisoner. <laughs> this villa has been converted into a jail. All the windows are barred shut. I can't open them. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, there's worse places to be prison. <laughs>
0: true but you're also <laughs> imprisoned
1: by your, by yeah, your father enough.
0: by your dad by, by your, your own dad, dad. yeah uh, from what I gathered of it I did have a little read of it earlier today and she'd been mm. basically uh, she tried to leave Dubai I think permanently uh, and her old man basically was like nah I'm not having that um, yeah. yeah. exact quote as well actually Um and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just stuck her away Pretty much, it's a bit mad. I don't really know much much about it, but um, yeah, that's in, the only.
2: So, but it happened, in, so she was. She she tried leaving in 2019. Um, no, we so in 2018 or something like that. How I don't
1: she leaked this?
2: So it, okay, so this is so the video which has come out came out yesterday, the day before, was filmed in 2019. Right, summer 2019. Sky got in. Con- Sky somehow managed to get a phone into her. She filmed this message to answer various questions. Um, um, but yeah, but they promised not to release the video until she said that it was okay. But it's been nine months since they last heard from her. So her friends had released it to the UN. So that's how it, that's how Sky have released it. Now their friends gave it to the UN.
0: Jesus Christ! Yeah. Wow. So what so do you think is go.
1: going to happen with this? Do you reckon there's going to be any foreign intervention?
0: Nah, don't know.
2: Not to the UN. Not really, So not to, to buy. I mean, it's they own. There's lots of money. I, will...
0: don't think any, I don't yeah, think it's they don't
1: big... exactly have a military.
0: I oh, know, yeah, but I think they even probably... have
1: control over the Gulf.
0: Oh yeah, true. But I reckon it'll only be a case. I think other countries would only intervene if it was one of their own citizens. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't feel yeah, like they're going to be that. Yeah. They're going to be that bothered about. I mean, it's a, it's obviously wrong. But what's what, what do other countries have to have to gain from you know intervening in the situation? it's obviously wrong and they can probably condemn it but that's probably all they'll do, if anything I haven't actually seen anyone uh, I think actually, I think I saw Dominic Rab yeah, like the, um, say something about it
2: Yeah, he was basically saying like, uh, are we always advocates for human rights or something like that, and that was the extent of it but it kind of links back going full circle to talk about COVID COVID is the new cycle that people care about at the moment or vaccinated today
0: yeah, so in no. Like the
2: media's got even bigger things to talk about.
0: Yeah, I suppose you're probably right there. Um, but yeah, princess uh, Princess Latifa uh, of Dubai, the son of the son, the daughter of the uh, <coughs> the I don't know what the official title is of the ruler of the, the United Arab. Urugu- is it the sheikh? The sheik? I think it would be the sheikh. Sheikh or she- I don't know. It's S H E I K H in it. Sheikh. I think that's sheikh. I think it's Shake, you know, because I've been to Egypt uh, and I went to <laughs> I've a place. To co- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, no. Sorry, I didn't. No. I was unaware that you have been
1: to Egypt. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on, hang on,
0: hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. I've been to, I went to Egypt, I went to a place called Sharm El Sheikh, and that was how you pronounced it, and it was spelled like that. So yeah, I, I think really it's, I think it's a Shake. I think it's a Shake. But, um, yeah, we'll. Uh... Is he not a Sultan, actually? No, I don't think so. See, this just shows
1: how, uh, like, like eurocentric and oriented our education like we're a politics students we do not even know yeah. what you call the head of state of the like one of the richest countries in the world
0: that's yeah, the it's probably a, yeah, it's probably a good point yeah, it's to it's be it. fair i said yeah. that's a debate for another day we'll get uh we'll get the we'll get the university of leeds uh like the people who set the curriculum for uh for our politics uh module oh, Is the president <laughs> Is it, is it the president? Is it? I've
1: just had a Google, shit, You know, no, I'd say it's I the current president is Khalifa bin Zayed Al Nahyan, and yeah. Oh, I read someone say the sheikh
0: or the sheikh. Have we said? It, it could be both. To be fair, they probably. It might like, be like. Mm. It's, it's like a royal title as well, isn't it? It's that so, yeah. sh- like sheikh. So, um, yeah. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on from our uh, from embarrassing ourselves with our stunningly poor knowledge of uh Middle Eastern politics to to wrap up today with the uh the uplifting story of the week uh which I I deliver Joel obviously if you're a, if you're a uh, avid listener which I'm sure I'm sure you are uh, or you should be anyway because if you're not I'll be fuming then you'll know this is a, a feature of every podcast of the ep- at the end of every podcast um so yeah basically I find a, an uplifting story and um just tell you it and hopefully it makes you feel a bit better about the state of the world uh you know considering it's a pretty bleak place at times and it you know lifts the mood a little bit from the sort of politics that we we discuss which can often be fairly heavy although I think this episode's probably been the most light hearted of them all uh, I think you'd probably agree there Sam mm, yeah definitely but uh yeah that's obviously good um So yeah, we'll we'll go on to the feel-good story or uplifting story, whatever you want to call it. And this one sort of fell into my lap, really. Usually I have to look for them. But this one actually came courtesy of of a bloke who I follow on Twitter, who I uh, I, I know through Twitter. Uh, It's a guy called Liam Mason. Uh, If you want to check him out on Twitter, it's at the Liam Mayo. And essentially, one of his work colleagues, he works at Sainsbury's, one of his work colleagues has autism and he actually oh shit, got this. yeah 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 it was it went pretty viral i saw this
2: it. as well actually yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah it went pretty viral and uh one of his work colleagues has autism uh and was mugged uh coming home coming back from work i think it was last week he was mugged last monday i think obviously awful for anyone to get mugged um, and essentially, what Liam and his colleagues at Sainsbury's did, as well as some of the good people of Twitter, uh, did was they raised over four hundred pounds uh, for Liam's colleague. His name's Tommy. Raised over four hundred quid for him, and um, basically, get the video is really good video. Check it out. His Twitter again is at the Liam Mayo. You might like say you might have already seen it because it went pretty viral. What's it on now? I've got it up here. It's on 78,000 likes and nearly 2 million views. So, yeah, pretty uh, pretty good uh, pretty good numbers there. But yeah, they basically gifted him a gift card of 350 quid, uh, and the the lads a Man United fan. Tommy's a Man United fan, so they gifted him a Man United shirt with Bruno Fernandez uh, printed on the back of it. And really interestingly, a, a little development from the original tweet was that Man United have actually phoned uh Liam, got in contact with him, uh, they want him to post the Man United shirt to them, uh, and then Bruno Fernandez himself is gonna sign it, uh, and send it back to him to give it back to to Tommy. So yeah, just for, you know, a really nice uplifting story um from one of my from one of my uh my mutuals, I think the term is on Twitter, um so yeah, really good stuff there, and it was uh, you know just a really nice way, especially at a moment, I think, to sort of lift spirits and you know show that the world's not all all a bad place uh it can be easy to think that, and uh, it's a nice act of kindness. I think today is actually random act of kindness day or something like that, so um there you go, maybe on on today of all days, uh that might be something to consider. But yeah, a, lo- a lovely story. I think you agree. I think you agree with that one, lads.
2: Yeah, it's nice.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff in it. Um, so yeah, fair play to Liam uh, and everyone who donated to- for doing that as well. And, and you know, fair play to uh, for to-, to Tommy for you know. Hopefully he doesn't. Uh, hopefully spends the the three hundred and fifty quid wisely. I don't know what I'd spend mine on. Um, but there we go. So yeah, that that brings to an uh, end. I know what you spend yours on. I don't really know if you want to go no, there you mate. yours on jail, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and wrap up. Ah, that's a wrap. We will wrap it up there though Um we've been talking uh for a while. To be fair, it's been quite a long one this one, so but hopefully you still enjoy it. Uh apologies for any sort of bits where the wi-fi goes a bit rubbish or anything like that during the the stream. I know it's annoying. But as such is the nature of the current scenario that it's something we've sort of just got to work with. Living in student houses with generally pretty poor Wi Fi as well as the problem of you know, multiple other people using it at the same time. Um but yeah, hopefully it's still good, hopefully it's still listenable. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. I'd like to thank uh Sam for joining me again. Once again, Sam, hope you've enjoyed yourself. Always, mate, always. I'd like to thank Joel as well for his first episodes. Uh, I hope he'll come back next week. Are you, are you coming first back, Joel? First of many. First of many. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, what we <laughs> that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. So yeah, we'll, we'll be back again next week. I'm look. I'm lining up some guests uh, as well hopefully for for coming weeks so we might have a few double episode weeks which will be nice um, to to sort of look forward to Uh, if you want to get involved with any of our social media then you can do we are at a pint of politics uh, on twitter and instagram we're also on linkedin where you can just search for us pint of politics as well as facebook just search for the same thing Um, but until next week thank you very much for joining us uh, and take care